The Atlantic girls basketball team held off Denison Sleswig's second half rally and defeated the Monarchs 57-49 at Denison on Tuesday night. The last time the Trojans topped Denison Sleswig was in 2016. Tom Robinson reports. Three players scored a double figures for the Trojans. Peyton Harder led the visitors with 18 points. Maddie Richter came off the bench and contributed 14. And Jada Jensen scored 13. Olivia Meyer led the home team with 13. Candace Schultz, 8. And Whitley Allen finished the game with 7. The Trojans fell behind early in the first quarter until sophomore Maddie Richter came off the bench and knocked down two three-point baskets, boosting her team to a 12-10 first quarter lead. Oh, they were huge. And, you know, we know she can shoot. Their coach knew she could shoot. Um, you know, and that, that's just how it is. got to have players hit shots, and we know that she can do it. She does it in practice. She's done it in scrimmages, and now she's doing it in games. Atlantic head coach Dan Vargason. The Trojans broke out to an 11-2 run in the second quarter, spurred by Jada Jensen and Maddie Huddleston's three-point baskets, Richter's two field goals, and two for two from the free-throw line. Besides the Trojans' scoring prowess, they put their foot on the throttle with pressure defense. Yeah, well, the biggest thing was just the 1-2-2 two, two started to be a little more effective. You know, it's one of those things where early on teams can pick it apart, and then, uh, you know, if you run it well long enough, they start to have breakdowns. Uh, you know, I thought our conditioning was a big advantage in that second quarter. Um, and then we finished. We were getting to the rim. We weren't settling for jumpers. We were getting into the paint. Uh, first quarter, we were shooting way too many outside shots. We knew that if we were going to beat this team, we couldn't settle for that. That's why they pack it in. And the Trojans led 33-20 at the break and opened up a 42-25 lead in the second half, only to see that lead whittle away to three points midway through the fourth quarter. The Monarchs went on a tear offensively, hitting four three-point baskets in the third frame and three more in the final stanza. Schultz and Meyer hit two from behind the arc, and Madison Inman, Claire Leinen, and Whitley Allen had dropped the other three long-range bombs. Yeah, I don't think they missed for about 10 minutes. It didn't matter, hand in the face. One girl, I think she was about four feet behind the line, and launched it, and somehow it went in. Uh, you know, it was one of those things where you're on the road in the Hawkeye 10. Um, it, it's hard to win, and, and this is a team that's had our number. Carol Olson and Aubrey Geyer sank two free throws down the stretch to keep the home team at arm's length and pushed their lead to 57-49. to But you know, when the, when the gym got lit up here, their fans went crazy. They were hitting threes. Our girls didn't let that bother them. We all kept our composure. Next up for the Trojans is a home game against non-conference opponent ACGC on Tuesday, November 29th. The Monarchs host OABCIG. I'm Tom Robinson reporting. Was not a real busy night for girls basketball last night, but here's some of the games. Cam beat AHSTW 58 to 43. Very balanced scoring attack for the Cougars as they had two girls score 12, those being Eva Stephenson and Kira Nichols, and a couple of others scoring 11 with Reese Snyder and Meredith Rich. Delaney Gosshorn led AHSTW with 20 points. Clarenda down Lennox 60 to 55, Lewis Central over Underwood 60 to 39. Trainer beats Harlan 48-44 and St. Albert doubles up on Tri-Center 56 to 28. Swat Valkyrie and Riverside Lady Dog wrestling teams were in the East-West Dual Tournament at Fort Dodge yesterday. For SWAT, they defeated Central Community 45-24 and had losses to Anamosa 39-30, Decorah 48-30, East Buchanan 48-30, and Crestwood 48-36. Addie Lundquist and Grace Britton each won by fall against Crestwood. Haley Armstrong, Maddie McCoy, and Grace Britton had pins against Decorah. Winners by fall against East Buchanan were Addie Lundquist and Maddie McCoy. Lundquist had a pin against Central Community with Evie Marlin. 
earning a decision victory. And for Riverside, it was a win against Anamosa, 37-36. Losses to East Buchanan, 54-24. And Acora, 60-18. Macy Woods with one pin. And Danica Figgenbutts had two wins by fall. Iowa State men's basketball on the air tomorrow on KSOM. It'll be a 2.30 tip-off against Villanova. Your Cyclone coach, TJ Otzelberger. For our group, this is a great challenge. It's a great opportunity uh, to go out and play, um, you know, a program like Villanova. Uh, that's, you know, we've got a lot of respect for their program and how they do things. And, you know, we're going to do everything we can to be at our best. And so that starts with our preparation leading into it and the opportunity we have in front of us Thursday. And uh, we've got a lot of confidence in our guys. Um, that's why, you know, we like to have these type of opportunities uh, to go play a program like Villanova. And uh, we'll see where it goes from there. So, um, you know, whatever anybody else thinks of us uh, or, or how they perceive us, we don't put a whole lot of time into that. We just stay, you know, with our daily habits, uh, doing what we do, and, and build our confidence from our process. That audio is courtesy of Cyclones.tv. Coach Otzelberger points out ISU's win on Sunday, 68-53 over Milwaukee, was headlined by a lot of effort plays. You know, I'd say as much as anything, doing effort-based things, right? So turning people over is a result of our defensive intent, physicality, and effort. Uh, the offensive rebounding, having 17 offensive rebounds, uh, specifically Rob, I thought gave us tremendous energy when he came in. Uh, so when you're not shooting the ball well, you know, you've got to do a great job taking care of the ball. You've got to do a great job pressuring the ball and turning your opponent over and then doing a great job on the glass. And for the most part, we were pretty good in those three areas. So Iowa State basketball takes on Villanova Thursday at 2.30. And then on Friday, they will play at either 2 o'clock or 4.30 p.m. against North Carolina or Portland. Exira EHK football coach Tom Peterson has resigned after 18 years as head football coach. He says it's a big time-consuming role, and for the first time, he's going to put his family first. You get into it for the right reasons, um, and it's, it's for the kids. And, you know, hopefully that uh, the kids learned how to do a lot of other things that they can apply uh, to life, you know, moving forward. It's not about the the wins and losses, although that's what a lot, that's pretty much what 99% of the people look at. But, you know, as a, as a coach, you're around all of these kids more than what their parents are. Um, you know, and I, and, and I hope that the, the parents understand, you know, that the coaches are always, always have the kids best interest at heart. So, you know, it's it, like I said, it's been full conversation with coach Peterson on his resignation available with that story at westerniowatoday.com.